This is Shelby Hansen, and you're listening to episode 25, What I Learned, along with 1,500 Other Life Coaches. Welcome to the Creating Your Beautiful Life podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Hansen. I'm an invisible illness warrior, kidney transplant recipient, mom to four, and life coach for people who have gone through incredible health challenges. On this podcast, I teach you how to move forward from difficulty and disappointment into joy and abundance as you take charge of creating your own beautiful life. All right. I am so glad to be with you guys today. I just got back from the most amazing time in Austin, Texas. I went to the Life Coach School Mastermind. It's the first one they've had since 2019, and I was certified in October of 21. So it was incredible to finally put the names to the faces that I've been seeing on Zoom for the last year, year and a half. And I can't tell you how amazing it was also to be able to travel. I was very lucky to be able to get the Evashield injection before I left. So I added another level of safety for me as I was going there. And I was very grateful for the COVID precautions that they were taking of having everybody tested before the event started. So I wanted to share with you guys today what I learned while I was there from 1,500 other life coaches with them and then also the amazing speakers that Brick Castillo brought in. So the very first thing that I learned about was massive action. In life coaching, we talk a lot about passive versus massive action. Passive action is doing something that you feel like is doing something, but it's not really creating a big result in your life. So a good example of this is learning something. You can watch a class or read a book, but unless you're actually taking the steps of what you've learned from those things and putting them into your everyday life, it's just passive. It's not really going to change your life until you start taking what we call as life coaches, massive action. It might sound like I'm trying to tell you to go out and change the world and change everything about your life and nothing could be further from the truth and the true definition of massive action. Massive action, if you think about the self-coaching model, is not a fact, so it's not a circumstance. Lots of people can have different ideas of what it is. So it's a thought and it goes in the thought line of our self-coaching model. And massive action is what you do to create a really big result in your life. And something that's aligned with where your body, your mind, and your soul are wanting to go. And so while you might make it mean that you need to take a really big action, Really, it could be most of the time just a small tweak in what you're doing, being 1% better, like the British cycling team that I always reference and how they were able to create massive results just by changing little things, tweaking little things about how they were riding, how they were training, how they were eating to go from one of the very worst cycling teams to one of the very high and elite best teams. So instead of reading a book, on how to run a triathlon, I committed at the beginning of this year to start walking on a treadmill for 15 minutes at a time. I didn't go out and start exercising and running three miles right away when I hadn't been training and doing that kind of exercise. So I started out really small, but I also started out with intention. And while I was walking that 15 minutes on the treadmill, I was really thinking and envisioning myself crossing the finish line of that triathlon. 
And I have experienced that so many times, even though I haven't actually run and completed the triathlon yet. So while walking for 15 minutes on a treadmill might seem really small, when I still have to practice cycling and swimming and upping my endurance and my cardiovascular capacity, that 15-minute commitment that I started and kept going on and kept doing was the massive action that I was taking towards my goal, just walking. And each time I'm able to build incrementally along that, and that's what's going to create the massive result in my life of finishing that first triathlon that I haven't done in almost 10 years. Okay. So the first thing that I learned is that you don't have to wait until you've coached yourself to feel better before you start taking that massive action. If you do that, if you think that you need to coach yourself and start to feel really good about what you're doing, you're going to be in your head all day long and you won't actually start and make those decisions. So for example, if you're feeling really freaked out by a random symptom in your body and you are worrying that maybe it might be your kidney rejecting, but you don't want to call your doctor and you just usually Google the random symptom or start going on message boards or Facebook groups. All of those things are very passive action in response to the symptoms that you're having in your body. And the massive action, the real massive action is actually sitting in the fear of your symptoms. It's allowing yourself to be scared, just like I talked about in the last episode of what to do when you're feeling fear. You don't have to try to feel better before you start allowing fear or terror or whatever scared feeling that you're having to exist in your body and not try to make it go away. That is the definition of massive action, allowing and processing an emotion. So while it might seem really small, allowing that emotion to exist in your body, that's actually going to move you forward in a way that's really productive. Either the symptom will disappear because it's not being fueled by fear, or you'll feel like, hey, I need to call my transplant team and talk to them about this. You'll take that action and call your doctor without freaking out over the phone, bringing all the fear. With one caveat, (laughs) you don't have to wait for the fear to be gone before you would call a doctor if that's what you feel is the next best step. You don't have to feel better before you start doing it. That's also massive action. Okay, so the point is, Take the massive action and don't wait until you're feeling good about it to start doing it. Okay, the second thing that I learned at this mastermind is that I can just decide to be awesome. I don't have to qualify it and neither do you. You can just decide I'm awesome right now, exactly as I am, who I am. Because when you believe that you are awesome, start showing up awesome. It's pretty amazing. You sleep awesome. You rest awesome. If that's what you need, you show up awesome at your nephrology appointments or any doctor's appointments. And when you show up awesome, especially at a doctor's appointment, it means you don't gloss over what's happening. You don't just be like, oh yeah, everything's good. It's not showing up awesome if you're not feeling that way. Showing up awesome is bringing your notes, taking time to understand what's going on in your body. It means that you have meaningful questions and you have really good connecting conversations with your team. You have these intelligent conversations with the doctors about what's happening for you. That is showing up awesome. And it also means that 
you're with your family members, you're not all up in your head about what could be happening in the future. You're present because you're showing up awesome right now. And when your body needs rest or recuperation, show up awesome that way too. You're just as kind and understanding to yourself as you are to other people. So own your awesome. Okay. The third thing that I learned at Mastermind was that I'm in charge of what feelings I am fueling my actions with. I'm in charge of what energy I bring to the table. What emotions do I want to intentionally generate? This is a question that I ask myself very frequently, but I loved really digging into that at the Mastermind. So some of my favorite emotions that I like to intentionally generate are determination, commitment, certainty, perseverance, desire, persistence, courage, and grit. I also generate love and compassion and kindness depending on the situation. Only I know if those emotions are going to generate the actions that I want to take in my life. The actions of starting a new habit or building a stronger relationship with my husband or my kids or taking myself seriously as an entrepreneur. And I want to say a little something about courage because they really brought this point out in the mastermind that courage cannot exist without fear. And courage is one of those emotions that's really highly valued in our society. We really like to see stories of people being courageous. And the reason why I think is because we feel so much fear so often in our lives. And when we see somebody moving forward, even though it's scary, even though it feels like something bad could happen, that is really practicing courage. So if I'm bringing courage and the intention of courageous feelings to any action, it's always going to generate my best results. Okay. The last thing that I want to share with you is that I learned there is no off ramp to the human experience. You can do thought work all day long and try to get yourself amped up for the perfect timing and doing the perfect thing, but life isn't perfect. Sorry. Sorry, guys. No perfect lives. There's going to be setbacks. And there are going to be times when life just sucks. And it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong. This is such a crazy concept for me because especially after my transplant, when it wasn't functioning and I just had this delayed graft function that kept happening, had the sleepy kidney for days and then weeks and then turning into close to months, it felt like something had gone wrong. But what really was happening was that I was learning to deal with uncertainty and really learning about myself, how I was going to show up for me, even if things weren't going how I thought that they were going to go. Okay. And what else does it mean if it doesn't mean that something went wrong? It just means that you are human. You get to learn from it. And if you do this learning, this intentional learning, You're not going to have to keep repeating the same lessons over and over again because you'll have seen what happened, see how you reacted to it, and see how you can change that reaction, change that to be able to understand yourself better. And when you really understand that everything in your life is going to give you experience, those experiences, they don't feel so scary anymore. You have the right to fall apart and then pick yourself back up again. You can sit in indecision 
and be scared because you don't know what to do. But even sitting in indecision is a decision. So if you want to experience more in this life, start making more decisions. You are the one that decides if the decision is right or wrong. Because that decision being right or wrong, it's not a fact. Everybody's got a different opinion about that decision. So we know it's not a circumstance. So you get to decide what you're going to make that mean. You get to decide how you feel about that decision. And you're going to decide that you don't like that decision sometimes. That's the fastest way to learn. When you get out of alignment, it shows you when you make that decision, if it's not what you like, it shows you the direction that you want to go. I like to think about this like going through a car wash. You've got an an attendant who's directing you and telling you which ways to put your wheels. And if you're good at listening, then you're going to get your tires right in the track. You'll just move forward and you're good to go. Now, if that attendant was bad at communicating where your wheels should be, or you weren't able to listen to get them in the right spot, when you move forward, you're going to feel that the tires aren't where they're supposed to be. You'll feel some resistance and maybe you won't even be able to move forward if your tire's not in the track. And then you're going to be able to self-correct. That's like making a decision. Sometimes you'll make a decision and your tire's going to line up right in the car wash tracks. And sometimes you'll make a decision and you'll find it's hard to move until you turn your wheel into the right way that's aligning. It doesn't mean that you or your tires weren't totally lined up. You just had to move forward to know where you wanted to align. When we're making decisions, so many times we're just guessing. We're guessing, we're not quite sure if it's lined up or not, but if we move forward and we don't feel that resistance, you know, okay, this is where I'm supposed to go. This is the alignment. And that, my friends, that's the human experience. If you are on the transplant list and you think that maybe you're gonna get a kidney from a family member, you've gotta be open that that way might not work out. It might, but it might not. And it doesn't make it wrong. It just might not be the way that it works out. Maybe you choose to go on dialysis while you wait. Maybe a kidney on the transplant list becomes available before you're able to get a donation from a family member. And maybe you get your transplant that way. Or maybe you decide that a transplant is not the decision that you want to choose. That's also within your realm of decision-making, and you're the one that decides if that's right for you or not. And you're not going to be able to answer any of these until you understand that you can't outthink your way out of the human experience. Sometimes you just have to move forward and align your tires once you've moved forward. And this is life. This is the way that life works for us. It may not feel good all the time, but it allows you to enjoy the beauty of life, the full experience, the good and the bad, and creating whatever it is you're being called to experience. So thanks for joining me on the podcast today. As a reminder, these are the four things that I learned at this mastermind. The first one is you don't have to wait until you've coached yourself into a good feeling before you start taking massive action. You can just start that right now. The second one is you can just decide to be awesome right now. The third is that you are in charge of what feelings you're fueling your actions with. And then the last one is there's no off-ramp to the human experience. 
you are here to experience it all. All right. I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you're looking for a life coach to work with, what are you waiting for? Let's get coaching together today. I hope you have a wonderful week as you take your power back on creating beauty wherever you go.